Hey, this is Kristen Jett with Your Energetic Empire. Today, we're going to be talking all about what do we do when life feels like you've been handed a big stack of the tower card. (laughs) Now, since 2020, I'm sure we've all felt this way at some point where life just keeps handing us that tower card and we're rebirthing and things are shifting. I know it is an example that I have used and you know, in group mentorship calls, my clients have been like, yes, yes, that's what life feels like. I'm going to give you some examples and I'll take it from my own life because why not? So I noticed over the past year, every single time I go to launch something, literally every single time, something happens where I can't be as present as I want or do as many things as I want. And it got to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm going to expect this. I'm going to plan for this, but I need to start figuring out what is the root behind this. Or then it kind of shifted into, oh, this is also happening in my personal life. I was sending a message to a friend one day and it was like last month. I realized in a five hour span, okay, my, we have a like really tall metal gym in our house for my kids and it, It's very sturdy. It's very well secured, typically. Not sure how it happened, but somehow my one and a half year old managed to pull it down. It fell down on both kids. I had to hulk out to hold it up to keep it from smashing the little kid. (laughs) Then my oldest, who is six, broke a bathroom cabinet somehow. It had to get fixed immediately because there were nails everywhere. While that was happening, and I was helping him because it happened while he was sick, the other kid, threw up everywhere. (laughs) And then I realized there were like weird issues that were happening because, gee, I caught up my wrong PayPal card again for like a third time this year. For whatever reason, every time they send me a card, I think I'm sticking it in my purse and I somehow cut up the new one instead of the old one. And there was probably more that happened, but it was just like the whole day was the tower card. It's a great opportunity for me to think, what is the message that I'm not seeing. So regardless of how this shows up in your life, what do you do? Probably the question you're asking, right? (laughs) I'm going to give you a few steps. We're going to make this short. We're going to make this actionable so that we can actually start shifting what is underneath this. The first thing, figure out, determine where you're being called to change. So what isn't working anymore? What are you sticking with out of, you know, habit, commitment, or simply because it's ritual or routine at this point? The first thing that I started thinking about when I went back to, oh, all of my launches are having this issue. Well, the way that I'm working with clients is really being called to change. I'm doing, I was, you know, doing the one thing because this is, this is what I've been doing. This is my signature offer. And these are my other things. I have tons of material already done for launches. I have a process. I can just create some new posts and some new pictures or do some new lives. There's a whole lot more I can say story for another time about why the way I'm working with clients is changing, but there was that, okay, just because I've been doing that, just because this makes sense on paper, doesn't mean it's the right thing. When I took another look, I realized that, okay, the signature offer isn't what I'm actually being called to do right now. So that was spellbinding sales and 
great program. I love it. I have lots of love for it. Clients have had great results, but that's not what I was being called to do this year. Right now, I'm not being called to focus on helping people stabilize their business, which you know, is what I've been doing for the past, I don't even know how many years at this point. Instead, what I keep getting delivered to me is that I'm being called to focus on helping people use their energy to build you know, transformational connections, to create quantum leaps for their clients. And when they do those pieces, their business will stabilize. So it's peeling it back a little bit further to instead of let's just you know build your foundation, let's peel it back. You already have a business that's a little bit successful or maybe a lot successful. Let's amplify it. And to me, that feels a lot better with where current life is, where energy is. Now that I know that one area that I'm being called to change, I can dig a little deeper. I know there's got to be other areas we can dig in deeper, but it's all going to start with that one aspect of, hey, I've been doing this one program for a really long time, focusing on this one program and my one-to-one for years. And that is not what my business is asking me to do right now. That's not what my energetic empire is asking me to do right now. That's not where my purpose is leading me. Doesn't mean what I've done before isn't great or that anything's wrong with it. It just means that there are things that need to change. So that's your, actually your next question. What additional change needs to happen? What else is hanging on? Maybe there's another way that you can support the change. For me, I know it's starting with taking another look at my offers and making them more neurodivergent friendly. At the end of maybe it was the beginning of last year, actually, I started looking at my clients and realizing that a large percentage of my clients identified or were considering assessments for some type of neurodivergence. That clicked with a, hey, how I'm delivering material isn't set up in a way that's going to support their growth in the best way. If the majority of people are processing in one way, I need to honor that. So Content Conjure is being constructed in a way where it's more neurodivergent friendly with shorter lessons. There's a podcast to make it real easy to get things. Every single lesson has a action, not just a journal step, because before I would sometimes just do journal, but has an actual action of use this post prompt or, you know, talk about this or do this uh, energetic activity to make it really simple of here's your short lesson. Here's a thing to do with that to make it easier to process. So I'm going to have to go back to everything, especially spellbinding sales, and take a look at how do I want to make it neurodivergent friendly? And it may differ for offers how I want to do that. I know some offers, it makes the most sense to actually do some of the lessons live, even though that's what people tell you not to do when you're trying to scale something. Still working out the details. I'll update you when I figure it out. Then your next question would be, what needs to consciously be released? Are there patterns that you know of? Is there a history around how you've done something, how you've launched something? I'm going to be taking a look at how I show up around launches and what I do energetically, what I do physically. Is there a way to simplify? What do I do around bringing clients in? At the end of or middle of last year, we changed how we onboard everybody to make it a really nicer experience and to make it a little more 
friendly and easier to figure out. And so now everything has like an orientation where you start here and you get to know the process. You get to know what my intentions are for you. You get to know what I expect overall, what to do if you need help. And then you go and do some energy work. I feel like that's a really great shift, but there's still something I'm going to need to suss out about what needs to be released. And it may just be a, oh, it's okay that I didn't do that before. It's okay that this is evolving. I'm a manager things aren't supposed to be perfect the same time, you know, the first time we can shift, we can reprocess, we can revamp and make something that is better for my audience. It's better serving with the more details that I have. I tend to want to do things perfect the first time, even though I know my own energy because I want people to get the best results. So there's probably a little bit of guilt there that I need to release. There could also be something around just the way that I approach the structure. Are there you know, tasks that I'm doing or launch pieces that I'm doing that don't feel good anymore, but I'm just doing because I'm used to them because they're comfortable. What are the things that feel comfortable for you that maybe doesn't actually you know, make sense anymore or uh, doesn't fit the current life if your lifestyle changed since, we'll just say since 2020, because I feel like a lot of people's lives have changed. I know mine has. I went from having a very consistent schedule and structure to, well, first I had a baby. <laughs> that makes life a little unpredictable. Um, my son was diagnosed with a neurodivergence, so we had to shift a lot of things in the house to make sure that it suited his brain and his brain wiring. And, you know, then of course there was COVID. So our, you know, consistent childcare, our nanny left and we haven't brought consistent childcare back in for different you know, health reasons. And so it's like the, oh, I, I, I don't have the same amount of time. I have a couple days a week, but I'm not, you know, spending the same amount of time on self-care and the energetic pieces of myself and the business, as well as the actionables. And that's okay. Life changes. If your life is changing and you know that you have to release something, I have a quick ritual for you. And let's be honest, we, all of our lives are changing. <laughs> so if you're familiar with me, you may know this ritual. I am a fan of this. I was actually thinking about giving you quantum work, but then I remembered this is the most fun, easiest ritual for you to release things as they happen. So whatever has come up while you've been thinking about all of this, maybe it's a, oh, I have this pattern that I don't want to have anymore. Maybe it's a, every single time I launch, this thing happens and I'm ready to just let go of it. Maybe it's a, I have been doing this the same way and I feel guilt or I feel shame about this, or I feel shame about the results that I've had or how things have changed in the past few years. Or I've realized that this isn't right for me and I am terrified because I'm making a huge pivot. I'm seeing so many people pivoting and burning things down right now. That's okay. Get back into what's alignment for you. Whatever it is that you want to release, I want you to go grab some toilet paper. Yes, I said toilet paper. <laughs> grab some toilet paper, some salt, and a pen. You're going to write down what you want to release, each thing on a square of toilet paper. Obviously, don't do 50 squares because your toilet might not be a fan of this. Um, keep it to a few things, I would say, under 10 each time. 
write down what you want to release, drop them in the toilet. You can say out loud what you are releasing, especially if you have a defined throat in human design so that you can use that manifesting ability. Even if you don't have that defined throat, I would still do it so that you can consciously set that intention and acknowledge to the universe that you are releasing these things. They're gone. We're not, we're not holding on to them anymore. We're going to let things shift. Sprinkle some salt on top. And then if you want to take a second to acknowledge what you would like to bring in instead, you can do that. You may want to flush first, depending on how small your bathroom is. You could flush first, wash your hands, and then light a candle and set your intentions. The universe loves a void. I love having intentions for what's going to be filled by that void or in that void so that we don't get something else that's icky or you know, not what we want. Instead, if we are releasing, you know, let's say for me, I'm releasing the guilt of not getting it right the first time for my clients. I want to replace that with knowing that I've served my clients really well, acknowledging the great achievements that they have, and acknowledging that my energy requires me to do things multiple times in order for it to serve the way it's supposed to and in order for my energy to be connected with it. You can find something shorter. I tend to be pretty verbose. (laughs) So set your intentions. You can light a candle if you want. You can just say them out loud, fill that void, and just know that it's done. I like to go have a glass of tea afterwards just to give my body a moment to decompress, to release some energy, you know, in a graceful kind of relaxing manner, let things integrate. You don't have to, if you don't want to, but you do you, it's that simple. So I would love to hear what's shifting for you. What's the tower card bringing up in your life? What are you releasing? What do you want to shift in after that tower death settles? You can reach out on Facebook, the group, Your Energetic Empire, or on Instagram, use the hashtag, Your Energetic Empire, all about making this easy. Don't forget to hit subscribe because I have some more fun rituals and fun things coming your way. 